Hello, hello. Welcome back to a new episode of Chatting with Trev. Today, I have a very special guest with me today. It's my first time having a family member on the podcast. And he's also a very special person because he was a frontline worker during the COVID pandemic. I would like to introduce you to my cousin, Harish, um, who's an infectious specialist. Hey, Harish, bro. How are you? Hey, Fabian. I'm good. How are you? Good. How's everything going? Good. Good. Can't complain. Can't complain. How's... Can you give our listeners a little like uh, brief introduction about yourself and like um, obviously like you're the physician, but like what um, what you like to do like outside of work and like your interests? Yeah, yeah. So basically, I am an infectious disease um, physician. Um, I'm, a, I'm one of the. Uh, I'm currently now I'm a transplant infectious disease fellow at the at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, so I take care of uh, transplant patients and uh, who end up having a lot of infections, you know, um, not all of them, but some of them unfortunately do. Right. And um, I take care of those. And also, um, uh, I also take care of COVID patients as, um, as, as an infectious disease doctor in general. Right. Um, outside work, I usually try to go running, um, yeah. I like the outdoors, um, go hiking if I can, um, reading. I love reading about various mm. things, you know, okay. down, just... Uh, you know, not just medical stuff, but just general reading. And, and I love history. I love, you know, anything with, you know, um, just about any kind of, any kind of reading in general, except for art. I don't like art. But, <laughs> what has been, but, what, what is something yeah. you've read uh, recently that's like um, kind of caught your eye? Like as soon as like you saw the topic or like you started reading about it, that made you more like interested to like look into it? Yeah. Yeah. So um, one thing I started reading uh, about was the autobiography of Malcolm X. Okay. Um, I don't know if you read that. Um, no, uh, and I, but, have not. Uh, I, I really, uh, it, it showed the whole new light on a, uh, on an important person in American history, you know, yeah. um, and his struggles and um, his epiphany, you know, he, he started off as a, as a, um, as a radical, yeah. Um, you know, a violent uh, in, who endorses violence and then he changed, you know? Yeah. And um, and it was a good uh, it was a very interesting way he transformed, you know. Um, yeah. So so I really enjoyed having the book. Um, I thought it was yeah. uh, I thought it was great that you brought up history because um, I'm not really I, I need to change this about me, but I'm not that big into like reading. I think I like to watch more like documentaries. I think that's the way like I. Uh, kind of gravitate more to like learning about new stuff it's like someone's explaining I think I can read but like it's not it's it's not there yet um but I was recently I've been watching like a lot of documentaries about like former trials and what there's a, a, a series on Netflix it's called the trial of the seven it was about how seven group members in Chicago I believe um they were accused of starting this riot and then injuring several uh people and mm-hmm they were given an unfair trial in Chicago. Like, um, like if you watch the series, you can tell how unfair the judge was and like listening to the evidence and whatnot. So a lot of, I don't know. I think like whenever I watch stuff like that, I think that's what I've been more gravitated to lately. I'm just like, dude, this was so messed up in our, like, and in the past in the U S history that I feel like a lot of people just kind of look over now. It's like, I feel like it's been brought back up due to like this past, like, summer where like the youth like the youth like uh, like the new generation they're like dude this is not acceptable like with everything that happened they just are like we're not going to stand for this yeah yet we do though uh, you know um there's still a lot of injustices like for example um 
count. Uh, it, this is not really like a crime or anything, but yeah. um, Colin Kaepernick just yeah. he just he just ba- he just need. That's all he did. Yeah, yeah. And, and they like, changed. And now, the- and now the NFL is like, oh yeah, we should have done that. But he's the NFL. He's a he, he played in the Super Bowl, no? Yeah. And, and they still don't have him. They still don't have him back. You know, now he's yeah. probably past his prime. But they they're like, oh yeah, we're sorry, we're sorry. But they didn't rectify. Didn't. It was just all talk, you know? Right, like, yeah. Behind it. Like, the main wow. – I feel like the main thing, like, what they try to do in that situation, maybe not the NFL specifically, but, like, the public, was just like, dude, you're you're uh, kneeling down and you're disrespecting the flag. And he's like, that's not my whole point. Like, I'm, my whole yeah. point is to, like, I respect the flag, but, like, I also want to bring awareness to, like, members of my community who are beating, yeah. who are uh, getting unjust treatment. And then yeah. a few years later, uh, they're like, yeah, man, he was right. Like, blah, yeah. blah, blah. I was like, I was just like, are you serious? Like a 10 yeah. year old could have told you five years ago. Like, yeah, <laughs> your <laughs> viewpoint was wrong. But whenever I like see stuff and like people come to those realizations, uh, someone asked me one time, they're like, hey, uh, I think it was related to like, the presidential uh back in 2016 and like why some people voted for trump and whatnot and i'm like dude i think i would just want to sit down with the other person and like just like kind of see like their thought process and like why they voted for him and um i don't know man i feel like back then like in 2016 to like 2020 period there was not just a divide between like um like the u.s i think there was a div- uh there was an internal divide going like oh if this person's a Republican, they vote for Trump, they're the bad people. And I'm like, dude, that's the wrong way to see it. That's the whole point. What we're trying to say is like, yeah, you're just worsening it more. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I yeah, I, I agree with you. And there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of, obviously it's better than it was 50 years ago, but there's still yeah. a lot of injustice right around, you know, you can see it every day, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, now there's the new voting restrictions in Texas and, you know, it, it was like, Man. it is, it's like, you know, it's, there's plenty of injustices around. You know, oh, you know? for sure. Like, yeah, I was very happy. I, so, I think, like, when the Texas first thing came out, like, I'm not, about how they're um, they're going to, they can't, uh, females can't get abortions past six weeks, and then the Supreme Court didn't do anything about it. They didn't, like, inject. I was just like, are you guys serious? Like, why aren't you guys going to step in? And then the Justice Department, I think it was literally yesterday, they filed a lawsuit against the state of Texas, and they're like, this is unconstitutional yeah. and the, the requirements of what you guys are saying is not right. You guys are all about freedom. This is not freedom. And I was like, thank yeah. you. I was like, yeah, thank no. you. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. So th- th- there's plenty of uh, injustices. I mean, you know, we talk about injustice in the past, like yeah. and whatnot, but yeah, yeah, maybe it's not as, rot- it's not as um, blatant. Yeah, but it's still there. It's right underneath the ice, like yeah. So I want to ask you this: like, you know, we both like kind of grew up in Maryland, but you, you, you like more like most of you like you're from elementary like to high school, Mm -hmm. um, like early like late '90s, early 2000s, right? So like, is there like anything like you remember like about you know like our Indian food? It's like we have like the puris, like the yeah. the rice and stuff that we can eat with our hands. Yeah, I remember when I was in elementary school. Like sometimes I'd get people like looking weird at me, like, "Oh, why are you eating that with your hand?" I'm like, "Dude, why are you eating a hot dog with your hand?" Like, yeah. do you do you remember any of those like instances? Like maybe when you're growing up, like how people would see your like our culture and go like, "Oh, why are you doing that?" Yeah, I, I think a, lot, a big one was being a vegetarian, you know? I yeah. got a lot of pushback. 
now it's a hip thing, you know? Yeah. Now that like I, I Everyone go almost become like, vegetarian. Yeah. Now like before it was so like, you know, I went off to college and it was very challenging, you know? It was yeah. very challenging to find a vegetarian food. Yeah. And um so I got a lot of pushback on that. Like my friend no no one was mean. Yeah. But it, it no one was mean like that. But it, it was just weren't like, used to like seeing someone uh yeah, being, different from them. Yeah, and being focused on like and I wouldn't compromise on that, you know? Yeah. Um and and um so i didn't really, i didn't get pushback per se but it was more like hey why are you still you know like to try to justify it and i'm like i am who i am you know yeah i'm yeah. not that religious either but i'm definitely right. religious. but i just you know i that's something i stick to you know mm-hmm. and um and uh yeah and it was it, you know i'm like those are my principles so i'm gonna stick with it and yeah. i don't have to justify it to other people you know oh for sure and yeah now it's like now it's like a whole environmental thing, like, you know, mm-hmm. um, with, you know, how meat takes so much more um, energy to produce. Mm-hmm. One pound of meat can be to one pound of anything else. Have you tried so, the Beyond the Meat products? I have. I Are have. you a fan of them? Uh, I think when they're well done, like Red Robin, I think it, is, it, it doesn't oh, like really? really like a fancy burger. Like that, that one is pretty good, you know? Okay, yeah. The Burger King one wasn't that good, you know? So if you, um, I recently, I've been trying like their uh, Beyond the Meat, like hot dogs, like the yeah. the tofu ones. Yeah. Dude, like they're that? so filling. Like, like, uh, like. Where do you get those? Uh, so I go to Wegmans, Wegmans, I think. Okay. okay. Uh, or I think it's Whole Foods. Whole Foods or Wegmans, one of those two. Yeah. And yeah. I, I was talking to my mom about this. I was like, we went to Costco and then I didn't really see much of like the Beyond the Meat stuff besides just like the burgers. And I'm like, dude, they make so much more money from me if they brought more of these like uh, different like products in because I feel like it's just an untapped uh, market of like them just like distributing it more to these uh, various like Whole food centers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I agree. With, I think it's only going to boom even more, you know? Yeah. And I think it's good. I think like um, people just being more healthy. I think that's great. Yeah, instead of yeah. like, and you're also yeah. protecting like the animals. Animals, yeah. But but I do have to say this: the, the Beyond Burgers and all that—they're not meant to be healthy, though. Like, they're no, not, they're not. They're, they're not. They're definitely not healthy. They have a lot of sodium in them, and, and yeah, and 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 whatnot. So they're not healthy per se, but they're an alternative. You know? Yeah, they're an alternative. I was telling my friend this. Yeah. It was like at Dunkin', they had like the Beyond the Meat uh, yeah. breakfast burger or breakfast yeah. a sandwich. Yeah. It's massive. It's like right. two, three layers. And then yeah. the, the uh, I never knew at Starbucks, it's, I think it's just like the name. Yeah, they have something too. Yeah. They yeah, they have something, something different. Too. And I was just like, I was like, I asked them what that was. They're like, oh, it's our Beyond the Meat stuff. And I was like, oh, cool. I didn't know you guys had that. You guys just fancy the, like the word. I'm like, it's, a, it's like their drinks, man. I was just like, Fenty, Grande. Yeah. Uh, what's the other one? Um, Tall. Tall, and I'm like, why can't you just go small, medium, small, large? Medium like, large. like yeah. everyone else in this world. Yeah, I don't, I don't drink that much coffee, but like, yeah, I, I, I try not to go to Starbucks. I just, I just feel like it's a, you know, I, I don't drink much coffee at all. Yeah, uh, I probably had like four cups in my entire life. So really, but yeah, I don't drink coffee. I don't drink coffee at Wait, all. So like, how do you like uh, when you're working like a long shift? Like, what do you do to like uh, keep that energy and like you know like keep keep alert? I, I I don't know like I just I mean if I got a chance I just take quick power naps but um uh, I guess he was a good power napper yeah yeah so I I, I that's how how I handle it but sometimes I I just don't drink coffee though it just I don't know it makes me feel like I have heartburn sometimes you yeah. know 
Yeah, so I'm, I'm a coffee that. addict. Like I cannot drink much coffee, so I, I never, I never really got onto it. So Starbucks was like for me when I go to Starbucks, it's always like getting like a breakfast sandwich or something. Mm, yeah, and, but the thing is, like half the time they just warm it up in the microwave. I'm like I could just do that by myself. Like you know, exactly. Yeah, it's like when I that's how I feel like when I go out to a restaurant and I see like the they be on the meat as an option. I'm like, dude, you're charging me twelve dollars for this. I can do this at home and like yeah. make probably make a bigger sandwich for myself. Like, yeah, um, but, yeah, um, like, yeah. But if they made it fresh, I wouldn't mind it. I don't mind paying if they made it fresh. Yeah, they're not, yeah. Like, they're just warming up something that you know. So yeah, so I try I, not to uh, go to Starbucks that much. This is me though. One one of my friends came from uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, him and his friends went to DC and they invited me out and they went to this place called Rasika, like this Indian restaurant. Mm-hmm. And then at first me and some other guys, we didn't know what it was. And we're like, okay, cool. It's probably Indian food. Like we're going to, we're going to devour it. Dude, we get in there it's super bougie. Right. Yeah. And then my like heart starts crying <laughs> as soon as I realized like what, like what the build and everything is going to be like. I'm like, you know what? It's okay. It's a bougie restaurant. Maybe they'll like put like a good amount of food on your plate. Right. Dude, I ordered a dosa, and for our listeners, what a dosa is, it's just like a, it's like a thin pancake, right? Like, is that how you would describe it? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's like very small, like one, one dosa, one paneer dosa, very small. I took a picture of it, I sent it to my mom, I'm like, dude, I can make a bigger one, like, on the pan. Like, I can spin it, like, bigger and make sure this is, like, a two-person thing. And then I was like, this is, they're charging this much, and she's like, yeah. That's how it, that's, that's what it is when you go out. And she, I was like, ah, I need to, I need to pick a different place. <laughs> no, I'm the same way. I, I try not to go to the, so yesterday I, uh, I usually like for burritos, I go to Chipotle or, or oh, yeah. like, Taco Bell. And then I went yesterday, I went to one of the local like Mexican places, like yeah. for like 10 bucks, I got an enchilada. I got chips. Yeah. I got a little uh, skinny bean burrito. Yeah. I got so much for, for, nine bucks you know yeah, yeah. And if i go like i don't know I, I was very happy with you know that's why i th- i feel like just supporting local like you know wait how you was it you or sarimba who uh didn't eat chipotle for like what seven years because you it just, was me I, it no was, no it was him probably it was him, I it was him. yeah it was him. okay so like it was him do you have like when you go to like a consistent place, right? Like like Chipotle, like Taco Bell. Yeah. Do you like ever change up? No. Your your uh your no, order, or do you just stick with like the US? Th- do you know it's gonna hit like really good? No, I think that's the thing. I'm a creature of habit, so if I know if I I'm going to Chipotle for a reason, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not going there to explore. I'm going for like I know what I'm expecting, and if they don't have exactly what I want, if they ran out of guacamole, I'm out. You know, okay. Like, I want, I want exactly what I want. You yeah, know? that's what I'm going there for. I'm not the. If I want to try something new, I'll go to a new restaurant and try something new. Mm, you know, okay. like, if I go to a new restaurant, then I'm okay. I'll, let me try a couple of things and yeah. And um, nowadays salad places are being a big thing now. You know, twelve dollars salad. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, do you like? Do you have you ever had like roots or or cava roots? Um, I heard they have a cava here. I haven't gone there yet. I was planning on going there like later this week or something you know oh yeah, that, yeah I, I think it's kava but it's just like a it's just like a um it's like a taco it's like a chipotle but mediterranean edition okay yeah so yeah, it's I'm like trying it out they're falafels they're like they're big but like i don't know i'm not a big fan of them so i just like i bring it home and i add my own protein into it uh okay. just like cooking it at home but 
they have some great sauces. I think like um, really okay. Yeah, like any place, I was talking to Trigger about this. We uh, we tried this one uh, uh, plant burger in Tyson's, and the burger was small, but the fries were pretty good. So we're like, you can be a good burger place, like you can have good burgers. Yeah, but if you don't have good fries, that's, that's a, a that, yeah. that's like a that's like a red mark. It's like, yeah, okay, like I I want both. I want I want to have yeah, a yeah, good yeah. feel on both, but like you don't have one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the thing with the Burger King burger, right? Yeah. I don't mind the Burger King burger. I mean, it's not my favorite burger. That's fine. But the fries are not that good. Burger King fries are not that good. Yeah. You know? Then, I, like, I don't want to go all the way to McDonald's for French fries because I think McDonald's French fries are really Oh, for sure. Yeah. Hands down, they're the but, best. But they have no veggie burger. Like, so, yeah. like. Well, they, you can. You just you just ask for, like, the no meat. I mean, it's, yeah, it's not really a burger. burger. It's just, like, it's bread really and burger. lettuce. It's bread. Like, no. I, I, no. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Do you, Harishba, do you like to, uh. Do you like to cook? Do I like to cook? No, I do not like to cook. I okay. am I am going more into cooking lately. Yeah. But generally, no. Because I feel like the thing that bothers me with cooking is that it takes more time to make it than eat it. You know? Oh, okay. And that bothers it, me a lot. I think for me, it's like, I can cook it, but then there's the cleaning part afterwards. I was like... Oh, I the cleaning, feel- I don't mind. I don't mind the cleaning as much. But mm. I hate the... I hate the I hate the fact that it takes so much long to like. I tried um, what was it Hello Fresh? Look, yeah, a couple times. Um, that's the place that and, delivers like the ingredients and everything to you. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Adi and I made that a uh, couple of times, and mm-hmm. it, it's good. The ingredient, especially when you get a good box with fresh ingredients. Yeah, food is amazing, you know. Mm-hmm. But it still takes a lot of time to go through the ingredients and make sure you're doing exactly how it's supposed to be done, you know? Right. Yeah. So, um, is there like an, is there like an item that you've been like, it's like your go-to if you do want to cook? Uh, no, because they give you different menu items for each week. It's kind of different. You know, you can't. Oh, okay. But if you were like to get your own ingredients, like you go to the store. Oh, you go to the ingredients. Yeah, we do that. I mean. The thing is, like, Adi doesn't like to eat out as much. She hates, mm. she's not a big fan of cooking, but she doesn't like to, but the, again, she can't eat out. Like, she doesn't, yeah. she feels lethargic after eating out, a couple, like, mm. you know. Okay. So she likes to, she doesn't like to cook, but she cooks, like, you yeah. know? So that's how we get by in, in the fact that I just, like, okay, I could, I could last longer eating out than she <laughs> you know? It's like survival of the fittest. It's like, I, I can last longer than me. It's okay. Yeah. So that's how we get by on the cooking, you know? And, she doesn't like enjoy cooking. I don't. I help her here and there, but do you guys um, like uh, making pasta? Like that's one of my favorite things to like make. Yeah, it's like easy to make, and you can uh, kind of like it's kind of like a hybrid. That's what I like to think of it. It's like you can add multiple stuff into it, yeah. and like you can kind of like trial and error. Like, oh, what what will what will yeah. make the sauce look good for this, or like what uh, in, um, side material can we like put on the side for like taste wise. Yeah. Yeah, so so what um what we we really like to make for Italian is like eggplant uh with Ooh. pasta. Okay. And we 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 put the eggplant in in, in the oven, fry mm-hmm. it, like in the oven and fry it that way, you know. And then do you like cut it down the middle and like add stuffings. We don't add stuffings. We just add it with sauce, you know. We okay. Keep it simple, like with uh, marinara sauce. Yeah. And um, we add like a little bit of pepper to it and. Mm-hmm uh a uh, little bit of oil and and it turns out really good you know yeah. uh we we like it that's the one thing we do make when we make italian you know mm-hmm. so um yeah so we do that um we also make regular pasta too but it, it's 
we just put a lot of vegetables in it. And, yeah. You know. Has there been like a place where you and Avp kind of like have traveled to like that you're like oh this this place had really good food or like you uh have really fond memories of it because of either like the food or like your your time like being there. Yeah, there are two places I can think of. Actually, three places now I think about. Okay. Um, one of them is London. Oh wow! Know? Okay. So um. Their pastries, like, did you did you enjoy their pastries? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, they're pretty good. Um, we weren't there for that long. We were there for a very short period of time, like just like it was almost like layover thing. Okay, so it wasn't that long, but the food, uh, it was like an Indian place, and it was mm-hmm. pretty good, you know. Yeah, and then um, uh, Japan, Japan was another one that uh was amazing in terms of the food. Like, there's a lot of ramen. And uh, the food in Japan, uh, sushi was really good. Like the food in Japan is 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 really good. You yeah. Know? Do you okay? Um, so is, have you had? It's hard to find vegetarian options sometimes, though. Um, yeah. Have, like fish um, broth and all them, but but they do use a lot of tofu, and you could get away with it in some places. But the the little places we tried, it was really good food. And you know, um, we went to a Thai restaurant in Japan. That was really good. You know. Ooh, yeah. Okay, so I was gonna ask you that. Are you? What is your like your favorite like um like cuisine like Thai food or like Japanese? I like Mexican. Mexican, I like okay. Mexican. I love Mexican food. Okay. I love burritos. I love enchiladas. I love anything Mexican generally. You know. Yeah. Um. But when you I, were in Japan, did you guys like try pho and ramen? No, pho is more Vietnamese. No. Oh really? Okay, my bad. Sorry, pho sorry for my listeners who are <laughs> I am uncultured in that way. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure pho is Vietnamese. I think it is uh, Vietnamese. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we tried a lot of ramen, but uh, and we tried a lot of sushi, and it was it was it was really good. Yeah. Um, and, and and they take a lot of time to make it too, you know. Mm, yeah. It's not like here where, um, you know, you, you eat. It's funny because you eat the. Noodles with the with the, uh, the ladle, yeah, it was a soup, you know. So, yeah. so you both and and um, yeah, so that was a lot of fun. It, so when you went to Japan, right? Japan and London, what? Uh, so Japan, was, London was just a layover. Right? It wasn't that long, but yeah. Okay, but when you went to like Japan, like, um, what did you like? I what was your experience like? Because I've never been to Japan. Like the only place like out of the U.S. I've been to was India. And I do yeah. want to do like a, uh, a backpacking trip through Europe one day and then yeah. make my way to like uh, Asia and everything. Yeah, my brother did that. My brother did the backpacking yeah. trip through so, uh, so we've been to a couple of places. We've been to Greece. Oh, wow. How's Greece? Did you like uh, take a picture at like those famous steps? Like, yeah, like we, face the ocean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did the, we did the Mykonos and we went to Santorini. Yeah. Um, it was supposed to be more like a chill vacation, you know. The food in Greece was pretty good too. That was another one that was actually mm, okay. What did they What did they have? Uh, it was more like um, what was it? It was a lot of like pasta based. Oh, okay. So it was a lot of pasta based tradition. That was really good. Are they spicy? Uh, but we stuck like... with the more. But we stuck with the more touristy areas, so you know mm-hmm. it wasn't that like authentic Greek. Food, yeah. Yeah, per se. Um. Uh. So, like, in Japan, I think the food was amazing. People are super nice, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, people are always willing to help you. And, and the thing about Japan that, that really amazed me is how clean it was. Mm. And, 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 the, and, the, and the funny thing was the dirtiest areas were the tourist areas, you know? The Japanese, <laughs> I mean, the Japanese don't mess around. They're very clean and cleanliness. Yeah, for sure. You know? so, because they're, uh, like, even, like, when they're eating and whatnot, right? Like, they, 
I think it's like most like even like the Indian cultures like we they take off their shoes like whenever they yeah. go to someone's yeah, home yeah. like but like they sit on the ground right it's kind of like they eat everything on yeah the if, ground. if you if you went to a traditional restaurant yeah if you went to a very traditional Japanese yeah that would be the case yeah how was that like there was that, it- that was good. It was just a little weird because I'm not used to doing that, but yeah. um, it, it was weird. They have rice for like all three courses, like in the, yeah. like not three courses, but like um, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you know? Mm-hmm. So like having rice for breakfast, like my dad always loves to do that, you know? <laughs> and the Japanese do that too. So it was kind of weird to have rice for, you know, breakfast, but yeah. Um, uh, so that, that was a little different. And also, um, uh, uh, yeah, like it, it's a lot similar to you know it's a lot of Buddhist and Shinto, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, there's a lot of like you could relate to that as a Asian, you know? Yeah, um, there's a lot of similarities um, in that aspect. I feel um, like you would be like in your kind of your element, like in Japan, because you're like, you a very kind of, calm yeah. person to like begin it's, with. Yeah, and it, it's weird. Like we like I when I, we go to India, how dirty it is. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be like that. You know, Japan is just as crowded. Like Tokyo is very crowded. You know. Yeah. But still orderly and clean, you know, like you know, like that's something that I think India needs to, you know, get on, you know, and yeah. clean up a little bit. Like when I went to India in 2019, it was my first. I I always had this goal of wanting to go to India by myself, and like yeah. surprisingly, like the opportunity came to itself as like I got to go on a mission trip and then visit like family and whatnot for another two weeks. Yeah. So the mission trip was two weeks, and then I got to visit family for another two weeks, mm-hmm. and my first time ever traveling alone like that far. And I'm also terrified of planes. Like when I say I'm terrified of planes, I hate turbulence. So I cannot like. Yeah, I, I mean, no one likes turbulence. Yeah, no one likes. I, I got, I, I hate turbulence so much. I did like my research into like the four different types of turbulence and like. Yeah, yeah. Pilots avoid. Yeah, I'm not that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I hate turbulence. But when I landed there, it was just like, I've never seen so many people in my life before, like all crowded in one place, like so many yeah. Indian people. And I was just like, they all looked at me because they're like, oh, this kid's not from here. Because, like, when they first asked me when I came to customs, where are you going? Like, your ID. I, like, took out my driver's license, my passport and everything. They're like, no, no, sir. Where are you going? And I was like, dude, I have no idea. <laughs> I just got on the plane and I'm here. Um, but it was, it, was, it was different. Like, just seeing, like, uh, especially in Mumbai, because it was all North India. Like, the different, it was similar foods, I think, to, like, Bogu people. But... It was so many, it was crowded. Like, uh, I was told, like, um, like, you know, like the children come up and ask you for the money and whatnot. They're like, don't give it to them because they could be like uh, a part of some group or something. They might not actually be like homeless or uh, like motherless. Yeah. Yeah. And then at first I didn't realize that. And then I gave money anyway. So I was like, oh, these people don't know what they're talking about. They just, they just don't want me to give money to like any random person. Yeah, yeah. And then I noticed it. I gave money to a child and she went back to her mom when she told me she didn't have a mom. And I was just like, dude, what? Like, I just got cheesed so hard in the moment. I was just like, okay, this is, this is where I got to be careful now. But yeah. like, I would just do the conversion rate on my phone like every time. Cause like, I, I went in with the idea like you can bargain for everything there. And my mom, my mom was like, and my dad too, is like, when you do that, be careful because don't get too cheap because they're not going to give it to you. So like the first or second night I was there, my friends and I, we went out to like um, this uh, kind of like mall type of thing. And we wanted to get an auto back. And then the guy said something. And then in my head, I was like, oh, maybe this will work. Maybe let me, let me lowball him. And then we'll, we'll, we'll make it high. So I lowballed him and he called me Poggle, which means mental. 
And my friend who kind of knows Hindi, she's like, do you understand? I was like, everyone understands when someone's like cursing at him. I was like, <laughs> but yeah, um, it's very crowded. And the people that we treated, uh, it was mostly like um, homeless people in like slums yeah. area. Yeah. And that's when my first exposure was to like how different medicine is compared to like the US and India that yeah. they treated everyone with Tylenol and vitamin D. Like uh, vitamin D was a big deficiency. Like you can clearly see that because they weren't getting any food, but like everything they came in with, it was mostly just Tylenol and vitamin D and maybe some other prescriptions like here and there for like some specific needs. And I was just mind blown. I was just like, I asked them, I was like, okay, you guys are already discounted like in your medicines, but like, it's all the same stuff. They're like, yeah, that's all most of these people like yeah. need. And then this one person came in with a broken toe. And then, so we got to each, each student got to like shadow like one physician and they get to like do their own assessment for that patient. Mm-hmm. And then the doctor went first and she's like, yeah, just uh, take some pain medication and like, maybe you'll be fine in a few weeks. And I looked at her. I was like, are you serious? Like I have no medical training, but I can clearly tell that's a broken toe right there. Cause it was like so swollen. She's like, Oh yes, Robin, you are right. Good, good observation. And then they sent them to a higher, uh, like hospital, I guess, for scans. And I was just like very mind blown about like the whole system. Like I'm like, they're like, at one point they told us you can't think like an American here, like a Western concept. You have to think of like, like the Indians here, like on how they yeah. live their day to day. And I was just like, interesting. Like I, I'm re- I was very grateful for that experience yeah. to see like how yeah. everyone else in the world is um, yeah like how they're getting treated like uh medicine wise and how they're actually living because i was very like we went to this one rural area it was i think like two hours outside of mumbai and people were just building bricks homes and whatnot it was so hot and i just felt so bad in the moment but it was also like when i said i felt bad i felt very sad that i couldn't do anything to like help these people but then it was also like a moment of reflection where I was just like, I am so grateful for everything I have back home. Like, I, it may not be like top notch, but like whatever I have, it's like a luxury, like for these people. Yeah. And I was like very grateful in that moment. Yeah, no. And, and the thing is, um, no, like the one thing I, I wasn't able to do um, because of COVID was to do an international rotation, you know? Yeah. Our school, um, one of the ID fellow offered a... Um, a rotation in in india you know and i wanted to do that but covid hit and then they canceled all flights and, and yeah but i really do want to um go and see how medicine is practiced differently i know one of my one of my um attendings one of my uh, uh one of my attendings was telling me how in india and in some of the tb wards mm-hmm. you know there's so many like they're not that many doctors you know yeah. for how many people who are sick yeah so what they would do is if you had a certain disease they'll get you together with other people with the same disease, like TB, yeah. for example. I mean, obviously you're, you know, you don't want to transmit it to other people, but right. like, you know, assuming that they all wore masks, they, they would wear masks and whatnot, you know, which was pretty protective. But, uh, and then the, the patients would talk to each other and give them tips on how to, uh, how to address it, you know? Yeah. And then, and then someone who underwent the therapy would talk to someone who doesn't use coming into therapy, you know? Mm-hmm. um for tb therapy or whatever and then they'll give each other tips and then 
they'll kind of come up with their own uh, their own method and like how their to own, treat uh, yeah their own plan on how to treat their TB and the doctor would just you know rubber stamp it or if it's completely wrong then he would be like okay maybe you should do something different you know yeah but that's the way they handle with the crush of patients you know when yeah. you know patients would help each other and then the doctor would just like kind of like rubber stamp it. that's the way I understood it um, so medicine factors very differently and even within the United States. Um, there's a huge discrepancy in terms of medical care, you know, and it's very evident um, in in the inner city, you know. Um, you, you know, like any. Um, usually, I'm at. Um, I'm usually at a. Uh, uh, most of my most of my uh, just about every hospital I've been at was at a inner city hospital, except for yeah. current hospital, I guess, which is in a um, uh, suburb. But and and you could see the differences between. You know the haves and the have-nots. You know it's very evident. I was and, uh, I took a class last semester. Well, it wasn't really a class. We had a guest speaker come in, and mm-hmm. she was mostly talking about like um, social differences and like how physicians can treat patients and like the pre-assumed notions that sometimes mm-hmm. uh, physicians come in when they see a specific like patient. Like in that particular example, it was like how do physicians treat like African-Americans, Hispanics and whatnot, just based off where they're located and what their assumptions are. And she asked, she's like, how do we see uh, race? Is it by the definition or is it how we view it? And then I, I guess people were uncomfortable to speak about it, but I was just like, you know, I think it's, uh, I, I might as well uh, use my voice. And I was like, I think we see it like, we see race based off of how we see it on our day-to-day lives. So like, I've definitely had, like, I've seen someone with, who was in Richmond who got shot up and I was like, it was my pre-assumed notion, like, they're just in a bad place or they're like a part of something and they were just caught in the crossfire and they like, maybe did something to deserve it. And then when I was like, actually like hearing like the story of where this person was and like what happened to them, I was just like, dude, I was completely wrong. Like in my notion of like what happened, like mm-hmm. they were just accidentally in the wrong place, wrong time just coming home from work and they were just caught in the crossfire and now they're yeah. suffering. Yeah. Uh, I think inner city is just really tough to like work. Yeah. And like I, I, me and Shrieker were having talks about it. We're like, uh, especially during COVID time, he was very stressed out and whatnot because he was working as a scribe. And then I told him one day and I was like, dude, you're like this right now. Imagine the actual physicians like mm-hmm. who, who were like uh, struggling every day, like just yeah. like, their patients, like, their own mental health and whatnot. Like, I understand where you're coming from, but like, there's other people who are suffering way more. Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. Especially with the COVID pandemic, it's very sad. Yeah. um, Most of the missions right now could be prevented, you know? I mean, we have a vaccine and that's very effective. So, so um, it's almost sad and pathetic in a way that, you know, when people get admitted um, for COVID, because most of these people are not immunized, you know, and the people who do, and it's not, you know, most people say like, Hey, it's my body. My, you know, how does it affect you? It does affect you, you know, yeah. because if you need to go to a, a, the hospital right now, say you have appendicitis, whatever, mm-hmm. you can't get in because there's a volume of COVID patients taking up your bed, you know, mm-hmm. it affects everybody, you know, uh, vaccination is not an individual choice. It's to protect your community, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, I always tell my patients, they're like, yeah, I, I, you know, I'll get COVID. I'll be fine. You know, I don't go anywhere. But I always tell people like, vaccination is not just for you. It's about protecting people around you. You know, yeah. protecting. You know, I mean, we don't, I, I, unfortunately, we lost our grandmother a couple of years ago. But like, you know, 
you know, she lived with you guys, you know? Yeah. If you got COVID, yeah, you'll be fine. I'm pretty sure you'll be fine. But yeah. then you could give it to her and she wouldn't be that fine. Yeah, you know? she would like, be. So it's, like, not, it's, not, it's not just about you. It's about protecting the people around you or protecting yeah. your, your friend's grandmother or mother or whoever, you know? Yeah. Uh, right now I'm a transplant doctor and, and we, we've seen people who, who do get COVID, the people who get COVID and yet are immunized, or still, who are immunized and yet get COVID are mm-hmm. transplant patients, you know? Or even a compromised patients, one way or another, you know, yeah. most of them. So, um, you know, they did all the right thing. They got vaccinated, yeah. but it's still yeah. not working for them because it, that's where everybody else gets vaccinated. It's very helpful, you know? Yeah, I was watching uh, Vice videos the other, like last week, I think right before Pfizer was announced that it was FDA certified for the vaccine. And like the, essentially what there's like, they were covering COVID patients, I think in the Midwest, like Oklahoma, like Kansas, like in the rural areas, and they were just like, they're asking the patients who were not vaccinated. They're like, Hey man, like you're struggling this much. You're on a ventilator. Would you get the vaccine when you get released? They're like, you know, I still don't trust the science. I was like, are you stupid? Like, yeah. I just want to slap this shit out of you. Like you're, you're not only affecting yourself. It's like what you're just saying, like, but you're yeah. affecting the people around you and this belief that you're carrying, you're transmitting it to others, which is making them believe it. And I'm yeah. like, just hey. read into it. Like there was a nurse practitioner I was talking to when I went to go get a physical and I was like, Hey, what are your thoughts on the vaccine? She's like, if you asked me in January, I would have said no, because I wanted to have a second kid and I wanted to see the effects of it and whatnot. And then she was like, but as it went on, I did my research and she's like, there's only one ingredient that's being changed or is being added from all these other vaccines that we've been required to take since birth. That's the MRNA. And I was just like, and then I've seen like my other friends, like get, be able to conceive and whatnot. So I took the vaccine. And I was like, thank you. Like, I was like, thank you for actually like going through it and reading it. And she was just voicing her um, kind of displeasure with like the, like the Nova where we live in. And like, sometimes like the people's views regarding like the vaccinations and whatnot and their choice. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. And, and I was one of the very first persons to get vaccinated. You know, I got vaccinated on the second day it was approved or something, you know, in oh, wow. back in December. Yeah, and, and the thing is, yeah, I was. Ner- I mean, I wasn't that nervous about it because it's been studied in. You know, if you combine the Pfizer trials and the Moderna trials, it was yeah. tested eighty thousand patients. Yeah, you know, and most tests, most um, drugs that are approved for you know for use are not tested in eighty thousand people. If they get ten thousand people, they're lucky. You know, in a clinical trial. So this vaccine has been tested thoroughly, and also, this vaccine didn't come out of nowhere. You yeah. know, there's been under development for twenty years. Yeah. And all they did was modify it a little bit for the COVID, um, for the new COVID strain, you know, mm-hmm. um, they've been, th- th- there was actually a vaccine for the, remember, this is the scientific name for this is SARS-CoV-2, right? Yeah. That means there's a COVID-1 before, you know, SARS-CoV-1, the first SARS virus, which infected people in around 2000, you know, 2004. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a little, you know, I was, I was a little high, uh, I was much younger, I was in high school at that time. Yeah. So, um, I, so I don't remember all the uh, details, but you know, there's a vaccine dope for that, you know? So we had a good idea of these viruses to begin with, you yeah. know? So, so it wasn't like, oh, it was rushed in eight weeks or eight yeah. months. It was more the fact that we already had all the, the pieces in the puzzle. We just had to modify it a little bit Yeah. for the new strain, which is, uh, uh, you know, SARS-CoV, the 2019, um, 2019 um, uh, COVID, you know? So, yeah. so for me when i took it early i had you know i had pretty good faith in it you know yeah. um, um because it is it, i mean 
uh, I'm at the end of the day, you know, um, I have my faith in science, you know, so, so, and, and the thing is all these people going into getting intubated and all that, the data on that is much iffier, like half the stuff we do in the ICU mm-hmm. is more, uh, it's not been as studied as say the SARS code, uh, the, as the, most of the stuff we do in the ICU is not as well studied as the COVID vaccine has been yeah. studied, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it, um, in the country, uh, 160 million people not get, uh, we're not ever on the ventilator, you know? Right. 160 pe- million people got COVID vaccine, you know? Yeah. So um, most of the things we do in the ICU are kind of like on very limited trials, maybe 300 patients, 400 patients. Yeah. Like, okay, that should work in 400 patients. So we'll try it on everybody else, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's ironic how they say, oh, I don't trust the COVID vaccine, but hey, you're in the, you're still coming to the medical center asking for expertise yeah where the data is much more limited you know yeah so it's like uh, it's like what the governor of texas like texas has just not been in the news for good reasons lately it's like what the dude was saying is like oh we're not going to require mask mandates anymore in the state of texas but then he later goes on to get like special treatment to prevent from him getting like the new and getting infected by the new strands and whatnot and i read into that and i was just like dude you're such a fucking hypocrite like yeah, you know, like of course, we all have it, and you're like, you're, you're, uh, citizens of the state of Texas, they're not, and you're yeah. telling them two different things, like you're saying one thing and you're doing another. Yeah, like, like, like Donald Trump getting secretly vaccinated. You yeah, know? I was just yeah. like, dude, come on, man. You know, they all, I mean, all the Republicans got a leadership, you know, in the Senate and the House, all. Just about all of them are vaccinated. Maybe they've yeah. been I think it's I think it's a requirement now too, right? Since what Biden released uh, yesterday is like if you work for the government in any capacity. Yeah, now they make it more required, which is right because remember, if you work anywhere, uh, you do have requirements. Like if you went to college, there's requirements you can get vaccinated. Col- you know, it's not unusual to get you know. And this debate has been going on for over a hundred years, you know, yeah. vaccines are not new. Um, it, it came out like in the 1850s, 1860s, yeah. like, or 1880s or something like that with um, uh, the French scientist. I can't, his, um, his name is uh, evading me right now. Uh, Pasteur, Louis Pasteur, you know, okay. yeah. um, even before then there was the, uh, you know, smallpox uh, uh, vaccine, you know, yeah. um, uh, by um, uh, some British um, physician. I can't remember. Um, his name but so vaccines are not new they've been going on yeah. for over 200 years and our our development of vaccines have gotten much better you know yeah and of all the things mankind has done whether go to the moon or or the intranet or anything vaccines are are the the one of the most um uh, uh accom- greatest accomplishments of mankind yeah you know? i agree uh, without a doubt because um or, or you know i'm in my mid-30s and this would be like you know before vaccines everybody would barely live past 40 you know yeah. so the fact you're alive is because of vaccines yeah without a doubt you know um with our understanding of how infections spread that's why we have bathrooms with porcelain instead of like say um wood like back in the day you know yeah. that's why we we have to wear masks because that's why it prevents us that, that's what protects us you know yeah. all these things that we have clean water you know we we uh, we have closed pipe water, you know? There's mm-hmm. a reason why we have all these things is to prevent um, transmission of infection. Yeah. And masks are another component of that because of the new COVID uh, virus. And and also masks are extremely effective. Even with the Delta variant, 
Um, I don't know the exact numbers with the Delta variant, but at least for the old, um, uh, at least with the original Alpha variant, the original um, COVID-19, masks are 70% effective, yeah. you know, but with transmission. Vaccines, the mRNA vaccines, which are really good, are 95% effective. So even before we had the va- vaccines, we had a good way of protecting yourself, which is a freaking mask. Right. If people just wear that, we would have been, you know, so much better off. What are your thoughts like on like when people like go work out and whatnot, right? Like in the gyms, like I know for, I think the past like six months or seven months, like most gyms have required all their patrons to wear masks while they're working out. What are your thoughts on that? Like of someone having to wear a mask, like while they're doing like intensive cardio, let's say, like, can that be good for them or bad for them? Because I know it's like, you're just breathing in bad air, right? Like whatever you're breathing out, it's just coming back into you. So like, what are your thoughts are on well, that. I, I think I think generally you should keep a six feet distance, you know, yeah. um, and uh, it, you know you, there are other ways to get exercise. Gyms are one, are one of the most transmissible places for COVID nineteen, yeah. you know, without a doubt. And I've I had several patients that you know went to the gym, like they think they're big hunky guys, and then they're on the ventilator, and well, you know, it is what it is, you yeah. know. So. I still think you should avoid gyms, you know, yeah. um, especially with the new Delta variant, you should avoid gyms, you know, yeah. there's plenty of other ways you could get worked out. You could go outside and go for a run, you know, sure. Um, you're less likely to transmit anything when you're running outside, you know, um, especially by yourself, you know? So, so uh, I, I strongly believe in math. You should wear a mask wherever you go, yeah. you know? Um if you wear a mask and vaccinated, your chance of being COVID are almost like are very low, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so um, remember, it's like a Swiss cheese model, you know. I wish I had I could show you, um, you know, if 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 the if the virus is able to go through the mask, which usually doesn't, but again, it's only seventy percent effective. So right. maybe thirty percent out of the hundred vi- uh, virons, maybe 30, 30 of them could go through. Then you have the your own immunization that protects you, you know. So, so there are multiple layers that have to, you know, and then you have the six feet distance, you know, that eliminates it even further, you know? Yeah. So we have a solution to beat the, you know, the pandemic. Yeah. Um, How do you think we can help our, the younger, the younger kids, like who are, what is it, 12 and under still can get the vaccination? Like, yeah, so you- that's, going, that's going to change very soon, right? Um, yeah. That's going to change very, uh, the Pfizer is going to apply for a um, EUA um, for children as young as five in the next couple of uh in the next week or so. Oh, so, wow. Okay. So, uh, and hopefully that will be reviewed very quick by the FDA um, committee and be implemented shortly, you know? Do you think I still do think- Similar effects, like what it have like on adults, like maybe slight fever, some headaches, some um, uh, slight body pains, like in the beginning? Or do you think the, when the kids receive the vaccine, they'll actually respond better because they're still young and developing those antibodies? Yeah, so I don't know the answer to that. Um, the studies are the uh, uh, Pfizer and, and BioNTech who actually made the vaccine. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, the trial the trial data has not been published yet. You know. Okay. But the fact that they're planning on planning for EUA probably indicates that it's, you know, the side effects are very mild, if any. You know? Yeah. So, um, so, uh, uh, so my guess right off the gate is that it's probably not going to be that big of a side. I mean, obviously there are a lot of side effects. They won't apply for the EUA. Right. Yeah. I feel like I should have asked you this in the beginning, but like when you graduated medical school or like right before you're about to graduate, what made you want to apply for like infectious special infectious diseases? Yeah. So infectious diseases didn't come out of nowhere. Like I, when I first applied for, uh, when I first 
um, graduated, I, I wasn't really thinking about infectious diseases per se. Yeah. I had to do residency in internal medicine. Yeah. So um, in internal medicine, you kind of get a, it's like a survey program where you get a little exposure to cardiology, nephrology, all aspects of internal medicine. Yeah. And one of them is uh, infectious diseases. And uh, uh, I, I like infectious diseases because it's very uh, clinical. Mm-hmm. And um, and the people the people get better within days. You know, you can yeah. see the improvement. Like yes, yeah. like a couple of days ago, I had a patient with um, who was a transplant patient had CMV. You know, which is a um, a, a type of herpes virus. Okay. And she was. Oh no! I think we lost him. Let's hope this hope this reconnects. Hello. Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh yes, we got him. We got yeah. we got you back. Sweet. Yeah. So, so, so the one of the reasons I, I um like infectious diseases yeah. is for, because people get better in a very short period of time. You yeah. give antibiotics, antivirals, and they get better within days, you know? And you can see the drastic improvement. So that's the one of the reasons why I liked um I really like infectious diseases. It's not like some chronic thing, you know. You, right. Did you, you what were your like your other interests like when you were doing internal medicine? I like critical care a lot. Okay. Um, I, I actually was a critical care hospitalist at the Cleveland Clinic uh-huh. and, um, I really enjoyed it. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, you have a lot of, um, uh, um, we had a lot of, uh, uh but it was just the long hours and yeah. it was more like burnout, you know? Right. So yeah. I wasn't really, um, but I did like it. I mean, I could do it, but I can't see myself doing it like 10 years on the road. Right. No. So there's like, so. I, I've seen like many like uh, articles and whatnot, like and how physicians are burning, have been burning out like more, more uh, uh, at an increased rate since COVID began and everything. What, what have you done? Like, um, like when you've gotten off of work, what have you done? Like to like kind of decompress, kind of like recharge and like, um, mm-hmm kind of get back into a good mindset, like instead of just like over, like out um, burning yourself out. Yeah. I think, I think um, uh, running is something I like, you know, especially after, you know, after I come back, I love running and just running outside, you know, because it's just the the air and, you know, um, especially I would, uh, you know, know, that's why I like to stay in the South. I think I might stay in the South because going up North in the winter. Yeah. But I love running outside, you know, some fresh air and it helps you clear your mind, you know, and that's a good way to um, de-stress whenever you have a um, stressful day. Is that like where like also like with running, is that also like where uh, you would, would you also uh, try to read more? Is that like something that also like kind of be like a Yeah, basically, yeah, whenever uh, you know, when I come home, I try to watch comedy, like The Daily Show or something. Or, oh, yeah. Or, so, 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 like, something that's not medicine or, you know, shows on, like, technology. I love, like, new phones and gadgets and whatnot, yeah. you know? So I just try to watch something like that or go. Wait, so that, that's a great. I, I, I want to tell you a fun story. Um, I think it was either the end of last year or beginning of January. I think yeah. it was end of last year. I, uh, since like I was studying at home and like, I was like kind of losing my mind some days, like just like with every, like just like studying and like, I just was not having fun. Sometimes I try to do, I try to write, write out bits and like, try to like perform it to myself and like, uh, try to write stand up. Yeah. And 
I would use Shrieker as a test dummy. Like whenever he would be home, I would like kind of re- react it on him. And he's like, dude, you're so stiff. Like your jokes are not landing. Like you need to stop. Like, or you need to rework, like rewrite yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, but I really enjoy stand-up comedy. I think uh, I like Trevor Noah a lot. I, I yeah. try to watch I think like- he's funny. He's so, I think he's so gifted too. Like he's yes. so gifted. And I mean, yeah, he has a million writers with him, but he's also good on the spot. Like yeah. Colbert is another one, you know? I'm yeah. sure he has a million writers. Like his, um, you know, his TV performance is not like what really impresses me. Like, you know, he has, you know, yeah, he has a million writers, but yeah. what impresses me is like when he interviews people and the quick comebacks he has, you know? Yeah. I think yeah. that you can't script, you know? Yeah. And, and I think that's why uh, I love the behind the scenes uh, episodes he had, you know, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. They're really funny. So, is there like a favorite bit that like I don't I don't want to put you on the spot, but like is there like a favorite bit like that makes you laugh? Like uh yeah, like, any of his accents, any of the ones with the accent, yeah, any of these accents he does, I think they're funny as hell, you know? Yeah. So I, I, I like uh the Trevor Note, like uh the son of Patricia on Netflix when he does like the accents of like yeah. when he goes back home. I'm just like cracking up like at yeah. morning. I'm just like, dude, this is so I I think stand up, I think like laughing or like doing yeah. something, like something that makes you uh laugh, smile, and like makes you like give you like those like good thoughts. I think that's sometimes it's like some of the best cures like even if you're like going through something like yeah I, I worked with this nonprofit called Camp Kesem and it was mostly just helping children like through their parents or loved ones cancer so we do like yeah. uh stay away camp and yeah. I feel like I whenever I saw some kids like laughing and having a great time I feel like they just forgot about everything whatever is happening back at home right? yeah. whatever their parents were going through they were just enjoying in the moment and they were just really happy and I just took a step back and I'm like, dude, this is so great. Like, I feel so selfish because I'm just like, I'm a part of that. Like, on why they're happy. But, like, it was so great to, like, see, like, these young people, like, just be very happy for, like, a few days and, like, them forgetting about most of their stuff. But then, mm-hmm. of course, they would have, like, their moments where, like, they would think about it and, like, because we would share or, like, talk about it. Uh, not extensively because we never wanted to push them, like, towards a direction. But they always came back to like saying like how some of their happy thoughts was like being at this camp because it just brought good memories. And like, they were surrounded by people who were going through similar stuff, but they never like entirely focused it on like cancer. It was just more like, Oh, I want to come back next year so we can play uh, nine square or we can play uh, we can do like all sorts of activities. And I'm like, dude, that's the best. Like, I think like anything like what someone can get like laughing or smiling. Yeah, I agree. Really good I think it's a good yeah uh, yeah. So I agree. I, I totally agree. That's why I love watching Trevor Noah and, and Colbert, and I think they do yeah. a fantastic job on that. Do you have have you um have you like seen any like recently any good shows or anything that you want to like uh tell our listeners like and maybe like recommendations? Oh, uh, what shows have I watched recently? That's a great question. Uh, I watched uh, the TV show. I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't mention this, but um, I watched All American. On, oh, uh, the football uh, one. The football one. I like that one. Yeah, I, don't know why I like it, but I like it. I yeah. shouldn't like it. But I do like it. You know. I think it's a good one. Yeah, I like All American. Um, yeah. I I recently started watching two different ones. Uh, one's called The Americans. It's about like it's on Amazon. It's about like this the like the kgb like being spies in america back in like the 60s that's really good uh mm-hmm. and it's like a really good story 
Um, and then I, some my friend recommended me Money Heist on Netflix. Uh, yeah, that one, I heard about that. It. One's really good. Yeah, I, I, I think like I when we're like on the topic of like something making you happier, like something diverting your mind. I feel like sometimes I can just get lost, like when I'm watching like these like shows or movies, and I just like go on a binge. But I'm like, you know what? That was pretty good. I like I like like the suspense and whatnot, like in some of these plots that they do. I think that makes it such a good uh show yeah 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 i want to watch the american that sounds pretty intriguing oh dude yeah it's super good and they have uh six seasons they they ended it recently but it's six seasons and basically what the plot is there's these two people uh their husband and wife they're portrayed as husband and wife and they're they have a family and everything like their own kids but the kids don't know that their parents are kgb officers okay And, and they're just like they're living in DC. They're like their neighbor's an FBI agent. They have many like aliases, disguises. They like go out and try to find information on the US government, what they're doing, report it back to the center back in Russia. They yeah. have like handlers and everything. It's super like, I think like the first few episodes, you have to like give it time. And then like something will like, at least for me, it like clicked. I was like, oh. Like, what is going to happen next? Are they going to get caught? Yeah. Like, what is, like, uh, that suspense part, it got me, like, kind of hooked onto it. And then I was disrupted by the money heist, and I started watching that. And I was like, you know what? This is pretty good, too. Like, it's pretty genius what the the guy's doing. He's like, he's not really stealing from anyone. He's just printing his own money yeah, yeah. and robbing a bank at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I, I Yeah, I definitely want to watch. I heard of the money heist. It's in Spanish, right? Yeah, it's in Spanish. Like, yeah, you can watch it in English, but I feel like, uh, have you seen Narcos? I have watched Narcos. I was, yeah. That's another show I really like. Narcos, it was like Narcos. So it's like, I feel like you just don't get a full effect. Some some of these shows, like the foreign ones, are the best ones. But like, true, you true, have to true, like true, watch true. it like with their audio and that's then true. Read that's the subtitles. That's what I became a master at for Narcos. I was just like reading the subtitles and then like listening at the same time for facial expressions and whatnot. And I was like, this is pretty good. I like this. Yeah. Yeah, no, no I, I like Narco. That's another show I really like. Yeah, Money Heist is in Spanish. Uh, it's pretty... Uh, I think another good show is... Um, uh, oh, man, what is it called? What is it about? It's a French. It's a French one. Uh, Lupin. Uh, Lupin, L-U-P-I-N. What is that about? It's on Netflix. It's, ba- it's based off of books. So there's like this actual uh, book called Lupin. And this dude is a thief. He's an art thief. He's like any type of thief, but he's a very sophisticated thief. So he doesn't kill. He doesn't do anything unless really necessary. He also has many disguises. And basically what the first season is about is his dad, when they were growing up, he was blamed for uh, stealing a certain type of necklace from this really rich family that they worked for. Right. And then the necklace reappears. He steals it, but then does this whole illusion of, him like not like really stealing it or like it getting caught and like the whole premise of it is just like you think he's gonna get caught but he doesn't like the moments where you purely think oh my god it's game over for him he somehow escapes it's it's really like that's that's another show i would recommend is lupin it's so like i don't know i feel like i'm really into mystery and like i feel like i'm a mystery novel and whatnot yeah yeah. but uh yeah lupin was really good that in mind lupin 
Thanks for the suggestions. Yeah, yeah. I again, like, I think like for a lot of these foreign ones, you gotta yeah. give it a try in their native oh, language. No, no, I do, I do. That's why I watch Narcos. You know, yeah. I watch them, so I, I do, but I don't know. I, I try not to get hooked on shows. That's another thing about me. I try not to get hooked on shows because yeah. then, I, like, I have a lot of you know, I have a lot of stuff going on, and yeah. and then it throws me off my game. You know, ah, I, try okay. not, I try not to you, uh, you know, watch a lot of shows, but. You know, I'm taking my final exam in November, and hopefully after that, I'll have all the time in the world. You know. Oh, nice. What is so, your What is your final exam for? Uh, it's the ID boards. So. Okay. Is that you have to take your board exams? Is it every five years? Every ten years. Every ten years. Oh wow! So this is your second time, I guess, taking it, right? No, it's my first time taking it. So. Oh. They wow. have different boards. They have different. I took the ID board. I mean, um, internal medicine boards already in a couple yeah. years ago, and now I'm taking my infectious disease elements. Oh, wow. Good luck. That's a, that's so. After that, you don't have to take another exam for ten years. Yeah, kind of. Well, yeah. I guess like every day when you go to work, it's like kind of an exam, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Kind of. But yeah. Dude, how are you feeling? This is great. Thank you so much for coming on. Well, yeah. thank you, thank you for definitely uh, uh, taking the time uh, to talk about this. It's been really fun. We should definitely do this again. Oh, for sure. I think. I think. I think. I love I, when I first started doing the podcast thing. Yeah. I was like. I kind of like was guessing myself. I was like, oh, am I good at, can I be good at asking questions or can I be good at keeping a conversation? And then when I texted you to see if you wanted to come on, I was really excited because I was just like, well, it's my first time actually having like a family member on it and not just yeah, like yeah. friends. So this yeah, is, sure. this would be pretty cool to like send in like the, like to everyone and for them to like give it a listen. Um, so what I like to do at the end of these is just like ask like a fun little yeah. question. Right. So yeah. The past few uh, episodes I've done, I've asked like, oh, if you had like a parallel universe, right, what would you change or like what were three things you would change about it? But my first question I started off with was if you can have, let's say, five dinner guests, right, for one night, dead or alive, right, who would you have? Five dinner guests. Okay. Um, I would have Barack Obama. Okay. I don't know why, but I think he'd be fun. I think he's, you know, he's really charismatic. guy too. Yeah, he's like a really chill guy, you know? Yeah. Uh, he, he's not going to be intense. He'd be like really calm. You yeah. Know? Definitely have Barack Obama. Who else would I have? Um, who else would I have? That's a question. Uh, past dinner guest. I think uh, in terms of past, I would have like Galileo. Galileo. Weird. Okay. But because to do what he did takes a lot of guts, you know, right. and to go against, you know, like it does another word is injustice, right? Like, yeah. Hey, you know, look at this, you know, the universe, like, yeah. or, you know, you can see the, the planets and everything. And, you know, the earth is not the center of the universe. Yeah. Like, you know, so to go against all doctrine and stuff, like, I think that's, uh, you know, that'd be a fun one to talk about. Uh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Galileo would be another one. Um, third one, third one. Uh, well, I'll think about this one. Um, I would say, I would say Muhammad Ali. Okay, that's a good Muhammad one. Yeah. Good one. Um, are you into boxing? Like, have are, are you like? I'm not big into boxing. It's just more like just having yeah, his presence. Yeah, his presence and you know his ambition and yeah. you know. Um, you good stories about like his famous like knockouts and whatnot yeah exactly i think muhammad yeah. ali would be going it would be nice to change it up from you know yeah it's all like 
And um, who else? Who would do my got two more? Two more. Um, I think uh, grandmother. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be pretty it's fun. kind of sentimental, but yeah, uh, you know, it'd be fun to see her again. It'd be fun Especially like grown her. up, like we're all growing up and talking about how you know how it was, you know, back in the day, and you know um, how it was in India. I think that'd be a really good one. Yeah, that'd be a fun um, one. That'd be a really fun one. Um, just to you know, just to reconnect and see how it was. I never really, you know, like, you know, I kind of regret I didn't have my chance. You know, I was in school and just busy with. Yeah. There's always a reason not to do something, and I kind of regret that. You know. Yeah, um, but yeah. it's okay. Like, yeah, it's kind of sad to say this, but like, whenever she did was in the hospital, it, it was a great opportunity for everyone to come and. Yeah, learn. but but it was always in the hospital. Though. Yeah, it was never a good time, but it was. It she was brought time. like everyone together like that's yeah. how I like to like there was a fun I was actually thinking about this the other day uh I think I was like just waking up or something but you were driving me and Shrieker to the hospital and I think I fell asleep and then you're like you're asking Shrieker you're like dude am I that boring of a driver and he like fell asleep in the back seat I was just like thinking about that the other day I was like that's a funny conversation. I, I was like, I never thought about it. It's like, oh, you was driving carefully because you guys were in the back seat, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, no one trusted me. My friends didn't trust me. I didn't want your dad to kill me. Like, you know? I was thinking about the, the other day. I was like, oh, that's, a, that's a fun memory that I have. I was like, yeah, you guys were very young too. Yeah. You guys were very young at that time. So, uh, yeah, I it, it was like, okay, I, you know, I, yeah, you guys were, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of responsibility for me to take it <laughs> to one point A to point B, you know? So, You're like very slow, very careful. Yeah. <laughs> your mom and my parents will kill me and then your parents will kill me, you know? It's yeah. like it's like uh um have you ever played Fort or World oh uh not World World of Warcraft, uh Call of Duty? No, I have not. Okay, so I'm not a real gamer. There's like this new one where it's like if you die, you get sent to the gulag and you can fight your way back to like the to the present. So it's like you'd get sent to the gulag. You would yep. win the battle there. Exactly. I would back. never, yeah. That like would never. respawn right where they're shooting. And you're like, oh. Yeah. God. So especially when you're like little babies like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So yeah, I go carefully, especially for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who would be your fifth one? And then I'll tell you my five. Okay. Fair enough. Um, My fifth one would be, give me a chance to think. Uh. I think it would be. I think it would be. Let me see. Someone from really back in the day, like really back in the day. Okay. Like, what were you thinking, kind of situation? Um, I'm trying to find like. Oh man, let me think. I got a good answer. I would do Mark Twain. I would do Mark Twain. Mark Twain. Well, okay. Yeah, I would do Mark Twain. He's maybe not that back in the day, but I would do Mark Twain. I think he would have good stories. He's he's a poet, right? He's a writer. He's a writer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a really famous writer. My bad. I thought he was a poet for some reason. I was just like, that sounds... The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, I think, is, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mark Twain. What his thought process was, like, when he was... Yeah. 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 Okay, so my five... Well, number one, it'd be Tom Brady. I think that I think I'd pass well, out if he showed up. Um, uh, two, I would also have Barack Obama. I think that'd be a fun. I think he'd be a fun dinner guest. Yeah. Three, it'd be like the Egyptians when they were first building the pyramids. Like why? Yeah, like why? Cool. What made you want to build a specific design? Like what was going through your head? 
I think yeah. that's a good one. That's three, right? Yeah. Or, um, I don't want to beat. I want. I want to uh, meet like the the Mayo brothers the, for the Mayo Clinic. Okay. I think that'd be pretty interesting. There's a good documentary on that on PBS. Yeah, I've seen it. I've yeah. seen it. I, 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 that, that's why I was like, oh, that'd be pretty cool to like talk about uh, their first experience like, into medicine and like how they went about it. Wait, so that was my fourth one. So I have one more. Um, oh, man. I feel like I'd want to have like a comedian, like Trevor Noah. Or, yeah, like, that's true. I oh, should like, someone, someone. Yeah, I should pick Trevor Noah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like someone funny, just go like, just yeah. to make, like, oh, laugh and like keep it true. going. I'll I think, yeah, I think that'd be my fifth one. I'll skip Galileo and go Trevor Noah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be my top five. Yeah, that, that would be a good one. I agree. Colbert is also good, too. I love Colbert. But. Dude, imagine just, like, them showing up. I feel like I wouldn't know what to say. I feel like, all right, thank you. What do you guys need? Like, I'll be your servant tonight. You guys, like, you guys talk away. I'll just sit here in awe. <laughs> yeah, basically. Dude, thank you so much. I, oh, I, think, I think next time, time we should do, like, a, uh, this most previous one I did, I had two of my good friends from high school. Like, we both, okay. we, like, we, all three of us sat out. I think we should do something like that. Like, maybe you and Sarenbao or, like, uh, sure. We can get trigger on it, or, like, or even Aditya. Like, I think that'd be pretty fun. Like, that'd be cool. Like, yeah. Um, we can do like a what is it? Like a rapid fire? Like not a rapid fire, but like you can ask one question, and then like we like start the topic, and like we yeah, go yeah, yeah. do like a round robin, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, for sure. You do EMS right right now? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, uh, well, not a like not completely. I still need to get my uh, my trainings done. So next. Yeah. Next weekend, I have to go past my driving one. Dude, it's surprisingly really hard to reverse, like in a in an ambulance. Like, yeah. Imagine. <laughs> they, they have backup went, cameras. Do they don't? I was just like, he took me to a school, and he was like, he's like, all right, you're doing fine going forward. Let's see you going back. And I was like, I looked at him. I was like, what are you talking hard, about? Man. He's Without like, backup camera, review cameras. I, I don't know how I wouldn't be able to do that. Dude, I told him that, and I didn't really tell him that in the beginning. And then, so I was using the two mirrors. Just like it was like going around in a loop, like in a in a school like bus loop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Why are you going so slow?" And I was like. Dude, it's my first time ever reversing. Like without a backup camera, this is gonna be hard. <laughs> I finally got the hang of it, and I was like, "Is it gonna be this easy?" Like on the testing, they're like, "No, they're gonna have various cone patterns, and you have to go yeah. through in and out." And I was just like, "Are you serious?" He's like, "Yeah," and I was just like, "I'm screwed." <laughs> I was like, "I am screwed." I was like, "I'm not gonna pass this. Like this is gonna be hard." No, no, no. I think you do fine. Like, no, but yeah, after that. after I pass the, the driving one, they I'll be sent to EMT school in in the spring after I finish my MCAT. Okay, great. Good luck yeah. with that. Yeah, like I'm excited. That. Yeah, it should be fun. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Cool, Harishwan. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me.